this is going to sound so simple and so easy, but it works. When you are creating Instagram stories, ask for people to engage. Now, Instagram has made this really easy. They have created stickers that we can put into our stories that easily allow our audience to engage with us. Hey friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Girl Means Business podcast. I am super excited you're here this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am just going to warn you right now that I am exhausted today. We just got back late last night from our anniversary trip to Key West, which was fabulous. We spent five days with our best friends just exploring the island and eating a lot and having a lot of fun. And I'm paying for it today because I'm so tired, but it was all well worth it. We went back to the spot where we were married 10 years ago, and it was just, it was magical. It was so much fun. It was one of those trips that we had talked about doing. We always said we wanted to go back for our 10-year anniversary to celebrate, but that we had kind of said in jest, not sure it would actually happen. And of course, 2020 hits, and who knows what's happening, but we were like, you know what? We're just going to run with it. We're going to do it. And I am so glad that we did because it was a much needed break from everything, And it was the first time, honestly, that I can remember in the last several years where I did not take my laptop on the trip with me. I almost always, or I always, travel with my laptop just in case I need to answer an email or find a file to send to somebody or help a client or just if I have a spare moment, I'll try to get some work done. And the problem with that has always been that knowing my laptop was right there in my backpack meant that my work was always in the back of my mind. And it meant that if I had a free moment or if we had some downtime, I was going to be really tempted to pull out my laptop, answer some emails, post to social media, do something. And I didn't want that in the back of my mind. I truly wanted to use this as a chance to rest and reset and refresh myself and to separate myself from the business for just a brief moment. And so I left it behind, and it was so refreshing. And I didn't think about work. And yes, I knew I was getting emails because they would show up on my phone, but I also knew that I had an out-of-office responder, that they knew I wasn't going to respond until the beginning of this week. And it just felt really, really good to be present to be in the moment, to enjoy the people I was with, to enjoy the place that we were at and the things that we were doing without it being in the back of my mind that there were other things that I could be doing. And I think all six of us that were on this trip were kind of doing the same thing. I mean, there were moments where we would be on our phone and we'd be checking things or they might be answering an email here and there. But for the most part, we were all really aware of just the luxury of being able to put the phones away, put the laptops away and enjoy that time. And it allowed me to come back refreshed and ready to jump back into my business with some exciting things that are going on that I can't wait to tell you about. 
but it was a nice, nice break. And so I encourage you, if you have the opportunity to even just take a day where you put it all aside, put your laptop or your computer into another room, lock it into an office closet, put it in a desk drawer, whatever you have to do to walk away for even a day or a few hours. It's amazing how our brains are just trained to listen for those little dings and listen for those voices that are saying like, oh, but this, or oh, don't forget about that. But if you are not allowing yourself to have that distraction, life can be so much more relaxing. So that is my little piece of encouragement for y'all is to take a moment. I'm challenging you to find a day, a half a day, a few hours in your week where you just put it all away and you focus on doing something for yourself. Okay, so I mentioned that there are a couple fun, exciting things coming to the podcast. And so the first one is the fact that I've hired a really, really amazing podcast management team. It's a husband and wife team. He does all of the sound engineering. She does all of the behind the scenes show notes and marketing materials. And so we're going to have a little revamp coming to the Girl Means Business podcast, and it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited about it. I cannot wait to see what magic they create with the editing, with the sound, with the graphics, with all the things. So just know that if your podcast graphic changes within your podcast app, it's still the same amazing Girl Means Business podcast. It just may look and sound a little bit different um, going forward in the next couple of weeks. So I'm super, super excited and I cannot wait to see what amazing changes are ahead. Okay. The next exciting thing coming is I am creating a fun Instagram stories challenge, which will start next week. So if you're listening to this live, it will start next Monday, October 12th, and it's going to be a week long challenge. So this episode today is all about Instagram stories. And I want to continue that next week to a fun little stories challenge where each day I'm going to post to my Instagram feed. So go follow me at girl means business. I will post one fun tip or trick involving Instagram stories. And I will challenge you each day to try it out in your own stories and tag me one person each day that has tried the tip and has posted to their stories and tagged me will win access to my inbox insiders email marketing program, where you get an entire year worth of email marketing templates done for you, ready to copy and paste and go fill in the blank templates that you can utilize to help build connections with your audience. That's what this is all about between Instagram stories and email marketing and social media. It's all about building connections and going a little below deeper than the surface level connection with your audience. And so I'm tying those two in. So you're going to do the Instagram stories challenge. You will post each day. You will tag me. And then each day I'll choose one winner who will get access to inbox insider. And then at the end of the week, if you have done all five days and you've posted and tagged me in all five tips or tricks, you will be entered into a drawing to win a year's membership into the Business Builders Membership Program. So that means you'll get an entire year for free of Business Builders where you'll learn all the different things that we're doing each and every month with different topics, tutorials. You'll get access to the private Facebook group. 
all the fun things. So I cannot wait. I'm super excited about it. It's going to definitely tie into today's episode really well. So make sure you are following me over at Girl Means Business on Instagram. And that challenge starts on Monday, October 12th. So make sure you are ready for it and you are watching for it. All right, let's get into today's episode. So we're talking all about Instagram stories. Now, let me give you a little bit of history into my experience with Instagram stories. I remember when Snapchat first came around and I remember feeling really, really old because I didn't get it. I didn't understand why would you want to share something that only lived on the internet for 24 hours. And in my mind, my original thought was, well, that's just for people who are sharing videos and photos that they don't want anybody else to see beyond 24 hours. You know, they're sharing, they're sexting or they're sharing, you know, inappropriate images, things like that. And so I just didn't quite get the concept and I didn't get on board with Snapchat. Well, then Instagram came out with Instagram stories. And again, I was a little confused. I just didn't understand why stories were beneficial. What was the purpose of them? Why not just post it to your feed? And I had the same idea of like, well, if I, if it's that important, if it's worth sharing, why would it not be worth sharing on my feed? Why would I not want it to live there permanently instead of having it disappear for 24 hours? And you may be wondering the same thing. If you are someone who uses Instagram and now that Facebook has them as well, you might be asking yourself, what, what's the purpose? What's the point? How are they going to benefit me if they aren't there permanently? And so I want to go over a little bit of that today, but then I really want to get into some creative ways that you can use Instagram stories to really connect with your audience. So Instagram stories, in case you're brand new to this, is videos and photos that live in your Instagram stories feed for 24 hours only. After that, they disappear, they're gone. So the way that most businesses use Instagram stories is one of two ways. One is that they use them for behind the scenes personal connections. They use them as a way for your audience to get to know your brand and get to know you and your business outside of just what it is that you offer. Because nowadays, your audience wants more than just a pretty brand. They're not going to buy from you because you have a great logo. They're not going to buy from you because your Instagram looks fabulous. You may have the most amazing Instagram feed on the internet, But if your audience doesn't have a personal connection to you, they're less likely to buy from you or work with you. So Instagram stories is a really great way for your audience to connect with you, for them to feel like they have something in common with you, to have something that ties them to your brand and sets you apart from everybody else out there. And I saw a post the other day that was like, 23 million businesses or 25 million businesses on Instagram. So how are you going to stand out? Well, that's a great point. How are you going to stand out? And in my personal opinion, one of the easiest ways to stand out is by using Instagram stories to have a personal connection with your brand. And we're going to get into that a little bit more in a minute. Now, the other side of that is using it for promotional purposes, So for promotional purposes, this is where you can be sharing, you know, things that you want to remind your audience of. So sharing about the Instagram stories challenge that I'm putting out there, sharing about an event you have coming up or something exciting you have going on. 
And so those kinds of things are also really good because that way you can post them into your stories, but not feel like you're bombarding your feed with tons and tons of information. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. Same thing kind of going back to the personal side. I've heard the question asked a lot and I asked it earlier when I was talking about Snapchat and things like that. If I have something that's worthy of sharing on social media, why would I not just put it into my feed? Well, here's the thing. Your Instagram feed is like the storefront that you decorate that you want people to walk by and see and go, oh, wow, that's really, really nice. So you want your feed to feel cohesive. You want your feed to be polished and curated. You want it to be the pretty stuff, okay? So for example, you know, we just got back from this trip to Key West and I was posting photos on my stories of, you know, the things that we were eating, the places we were visiting, fun photos of us in our matching shirts and hats that we bought, um, you know, things like that. Those are not going to go onto my feed. I don't want that permanently in my feed. My Instagram feed is very curated to have a specific aesthetic to it. And so adding a photo of a lobster tail that I had for dinner is not necessarily going to mix in with my feed. It's going to confuse my audience. But I can put it into my stories so that people following me can see what I'm doing behind the scenes and have a fun connection with me. A perfect example is this past weekend when we were on our trip, I posted a photo of this nighttime kayaking trip that we went on. And I can't remember what the photo was exactly. I think it was just a picture of all of us. We had like headlamps on, the sun was setting, we were out in these mangrove islands and we were all in kayaks and stuff. And I said something on my post and she messaged or she replied to the story and she was like, oh my gosh, we were in Key West two years ago and we tried to do that trip, but it got rained out. It looks really amazing. I can't wait to see what you think of it. And had I not shared that image to my stories, she probably never would have reached out to me. She might have been somebody who followed me, who saw my post, or maybe she came across it because of something, a hashtag or a location tag I used in my post. But had I just been talking about my podcast or products that I offer, she probably never would have messaged me. But now that I posted about something that she feels comfortable responding to, 
she felt comfortable saying, oh yeah, we've been there. We loved that place. That was so much fun. Or, oh, I'm so sad we didn't get to do that. Or, oh, have you tried the key lime pie at this place? It's so good. That feels more comfortable to her to reach out to me and have those conversations than it is if I had said, hey, check out my latest podcast where I'm going to talk about my trip. Because now she feels like she was responding to somebody who's trying to sell to her. Even though I'm not asking her for money to listen to a podcast, it still feels like that wall is still there between us. So Instagram stories is a way to sort of break down the wall between your professional brand and who you are as a human behind your brand. So that's why I feel like Instagram stories and now Facebook stories or Snapchat or all those things that it's a great way for us to break down the wall that separates us as a brand from our audience who wants to connect with us and just needs a comfortable way to reach out and connect without feeling like they're reaching out to somebody who's going to sell to them. So let's talk about some ways that you can use Instagram stories to boost your engagement, to make those connections with your audience. So the first one, number one is ask for engagement. This is going to sound so simple and so easy, but it works. When you are creating Instagram stories, ask for people to engage. Now, Instagram has made this really easy. They have created stickers that we can put into our stories that easily allow our audience to engage with us. One of the ones I remember that when it first came out, you saw it all over Instagram and it was the question sticker. People were popping these question stickers in their stories and saying, ask me anything about XYZ or just ask me anything. So the question sticker is really helpful because you can, you can just pop it into your stories and have people ask you questions or answer a question. If you want to say, you know, where's your favorite local coffee shop to go to? And they can type in their answer and it's going to give you their answers. I've seen people use these question stickers in a variety of ways that are all really, really fun. So instead of saying like, ask me a question, you can say, Hey, I'm looking for recommendations. What should I watch next, next on Netflix? Or, you know, does anyone have some really great tips for, you know, potty training my kids or for, you know, homeschooling moms who need a break or whatever, whatever it is that's going on. Asking your audience for input is huge because they want to feel like they're part of what it is you're putting out there. So instead of just talking at them, you're now talking with them. And one of the fun things about the question stickers is that as people start responding and you get these answers inside of your inbox, you can then share the responses. So if you do an ask me anything, and someone asks you a question, you can then post the question into a next story slide and then answer that question, whether it's in a video or written out. And so that's a really fun way to go through like frequently asked questions and things like that within your business. Or if you get responses, if you're saying, hey, send me some of your best coffee shops in town where I can go get work done, or let me know what's your favorite place to go and have happy hour. And then you can share those with your audience. You know, again, it's all about asking them to take part in what it is that you're doing so that now you're not just talking at them, you're talking with them. One of the downsides of using the question sticker is that you are asking your audience to then take time to answer the question or to type out a response. So some people prefer to stick with some of the more easier to use stickers, such as polls, quizzes, 
and the emoji sliders. So all three of these are really great ways to get engagement within your stories without asking for a larger commitment of typing out an answer. And so things like the polls are really simple. I see this a lot. It's a really, really quick, easy, fun sticker you can add to your stories where you can just ask like a this or that type question. So you might say something like, have you seen this show on Netflix? And they can just put like, heck yeah, I have, or no, not yet. Or have you listened to the latest episode of the podcast? Yes or no. You know, you can make it fun. You can type in your own response. You can use emojis as your response. So a thumbs up or a thumbs down or a happy face or a sad face. And so you can get really creative. And the fun thing about things like polls and and quizzes and sliders is that it doesn't require a lot of commitment from your audience. So sometimes I'll be clicking through my stories and... I'll see someone had posted a poll and it might be somebody that I don't even really pay a whole lot of attention to on social media, but if there is an interactive aspect to the story that just requires a simple tap of a button on my part, I'm more likely to engage with it. And sometimes part of wanting to be part of those polls and the quizzes and the sliders is I want to see what everybody else selected. Because once I input my answer, I get to see what the average answer is, or I get to see what percentage chose yes or no, or I get to see what the correct answer in the quiz was. And so it's there's something about it that catches our attention. And so utilize that. So adding those little simple stickers is going to be a huge impact on the engagement within your stories. And it doesn't require a whole lot of time or energy or effort. You can simply add them to pretty much almost any story you share. So I could have said on my Key West example, you know, have you ever been to Key West before? Or what's your favorite place to visit? What tropical location is your favorite? Or are you a beach person or a mountain person? Those are the types of questions I could have added to those posts to make them more engaging. Now, I don't want you to add this to every single story post that you do, but definitely add them to, I would say, if not one a day, one every couple of days. I don't want you to overdo it because then people will start overlooking what it is that you're sharing, but you definitely want to share at least a couple times a week some sort of engagement post that's going to get people interacting because that lets Instagram know your content is content people are active on. They're not just looking at it. They are also stopping and they are engaging with it because as people go through their stories and your stories come up, Instagram is taking note of how long is the person staying on each story? Are they holding it down so they can spend more time with it? Are they just tapping through really fast? Are they going back and looking at it again? And all of those analytics are part of what allows Instagram to decide which stories to really push out there. And so if you have an engagement aspect of your story and people are engaging with it, then you're going to get boosted up on Instagram. Okay, number two. Number two is to create shareable content. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, photographers, are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? Growing a business is tough. You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides, trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. But the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one-size-fits-all courses can only get you so far. What you need is personalized help and guidance, but that can get expensive. 
Well, not anymore. I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passions, supporting each other and inspiring each other to greatness. The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. And there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet. This is where you're going to focus on creating something in your stories that other people are going to want to share in their stories, because that's going to help expand your little spider web of how far you reach. It's also going to, again, going to allow Instagram to see that people are not only engaging with your content, but they are also resharing what you're doing. So there's a couple ways you can do this. One is anything that involves quotes is always really shareable. A really great example of this is there's an account I follow with Ali Casaza, and she was a guest on the podcast, and she is really fabulous at sharing beautifully created quotes that she then puts into her story so for the main purpose of being shared. And she will tell people, share this. She'll post a story slide that says, you know, make sure you screenshot and share the next slide. And the next slide will be a really beautifully written out quote with her branding on it. That's the key is you put your branding on it, whether it's your name, your logo, your Instagram handle, and then people will screenshot it and they will share it to their own stories. And so that way they're being shared. Her content's being put out there. Other people, that spider web is growing. Other people are starting to see her content, her name. They're like, Oh, who's this Allie person? And they'll go check out who Allie is. And now she's gained more followers. Another fun example of shareable content is things we've all seen on Instagram stories before is like the this or that type graphic where it'll have, you know, you'll have two things side by side and you have to circle the one that you agree with. So it might say, are you cats or dogs? Do you prefer coffee or tea? Do you like the beach or the mountains? And then you have to circle which ones that you prefer. And then you share a blank copy of it and people screenshot it and share it to their own stories. And so that's another thing you can create. I've seen some too, where it's like, tell me about your day using emojis and they'll have little circles or they'll say, tell me your favorite things using emojis or share this or that. And so creating content like that. And if you go into Canva or you search on Google, you'll see tons of examples that you can either utilize on your own or find a way to kind of brand it to your own brand as well with colors and font, things like that. And so that's a great piece of shareable content that will help you to get noticed. Again, you want to make sure it's branded. So make sure you put your logo on it, your name on it, or your Instagram handle on it. So that when people screenshot it and share it to their own feed, that they are then now seeing that it came from 
your account. Okay, the third one is use story editors for promo content. So one of the trends I'm seeing on Instagram stories right now, and which I like, is that people are starting to create kind of a mix of random off-the-cuff-as-you-go sort of stories with really well-done branded content that has been edited and curated. So again, stories is meant to be this sort of on-the-fly feel, but as a business and as a brand, you also want to put in some of your curated content because a lot of times people are hopping onto Instagram stories and they're, or Instagram and they're going through the stories first. They're not even looking through the feed. I know I do this all the time. If I get on my Instagram and I know I only have like two minutes, I'm going to go through my stories before I ever go through the feed. And there are times I go on Instagram and all I look at is the stories and I never scroll through my feed. So you want to have a good mix of the sort of random, I'm taking my dog for a walk photo, mixed with some really well-designed curated promotional content. So there are several apps and programs out there that will help you create curated content. Obviously, you've heard me mention Canva. I've talked about it all the time on this podcast. I'm a huge proponent of Canva. They have a ton of templates you can use on there. You can kind of create your own with some animations. Now, if you want to go with a program that is designed specifically for Instagram stories. One of my favorites is called Mojo. It's in the app store and you can do it right on your phone. You can use stock photos or import your own photos and they have really well done sort of animated stories. And so it's not just a static like image and text. It will allow you to kind of customize the animation a little bit too. And it looks very professional and they have it kind of based on categories. So you'll have like a fashion category, you have like a a quotes one, a news one, if you're selling products. So they've kind of got it categorized in a way that'd be easy for you to find the type of template you're looking for. And again, you can do it right on your phone. It takes no time at all and it looks really well done. Now, one tip I have for using the, the edited promo content is save it. Do not allow yourself to post it once and then never use it again. If you create really well curated content inside of Mojo or Canva, save it to a folder on your phone, save it within the app and reuse that multiple times. Because if you're going to spend time to really, really make something look good and it's promoting something in your business and it's in stories, which only lasts for 24 hours, Don't be afraid to utilize that over and over and over again. Because again, we are inundated with content. So if I post the same promotional video into my stories on Monday, and then two weeks from now, again on Monday, I post the same story, no one's going to remember. No one's going to notice that I've posted the same thing in the same time in two weeks. I could even do it the following Monday and they probably wouldn't notice because so much content has come their way between one Monday to the next. So save the content and don't be afraid to reuse the same content. If you spent that time and energy, you want it to go to good use. Okay, last one, last but not least, use your Instagram highlights. So I know I have said for this whole episode that your Instagram stories are for 24 hours only, but I kind of lied a little bit, I guess. Because if you're using your Instagram highlights, they can live on for way longer than that. 
So Instagram highlights, when you open up your Instagram account and you're looking at your Instagram feed, not the one where you scroll through everybody else's content, but the one that has your bio and all of your content, then that's where you're going to see your highlights. It's going to be right in between your bio and your feed images. This is where you get to create highlight reels for different categories. So here's an example. I have a friend who owns a hair salon. And so for her Instagram, for the salon Instagram account, her highlights are all based around different services they offer within the salon. So she offers extensions. She focuses on blondes. She talks about products they offer. She talks about different services you can purchase. She introduces each of the stylists to different highlights. And she has an FAQ highlight. So anytime that she shares something to her stories that's related to extensions, she can save them into that extensions highlight. If she has frequently asked questions that she hears a lot from her clients, she can occasionally post an answer to one of those questions or do one of the question stickers that says, ask me anything, and then save her responses to that highlight reel. The benefit of a highlight reel is it's kind of like having tabs on a website where people can learn more about a different subject on your website. So as a photographer, if somebody goes to my website and they want to look at, well, tell me more about your weddings, tell me more about your high school seniors, tell me more about headshots, they can go and they can read on my website that content. But on my Instagram page, they can also go to my highlights reel for each of those different topics and they'll see all of the stories that I have chosen to save based on that topic. Now, it doesn't mean every single photo I've posted or story I've posted about weddings gets saved into that weddings folder. I get to curate that. I get to decide what goes in that highlight reel. So as my hairdresser is done, if she has a really great client that comes in wanting extensions and she can do a really great before and after or a time-lapse video of her putting in the extensions or close-ups of the extensions, she can save those so that other people can then come to her Instagram page and scroll through those saved Instagram stories. So again, it's all about choosing the content you share, how you share it, and then saving the highlighted pieces that will help to create almost a portfolio of stories within your Instagram account. It can be really, really powerful and it can be a great way to get people who come to your page to stay a little longer on your page. And the whole point of all the tips that I've mentioned in this episode is to get people to engage and spend time with your content. That is what Instagram wants to see on their on your page. They want to know that people are engaged with your content. So not just by liking and commenting and sharing and clicking a button in a poll, but spending time on content. And so if someone comes to your feed and they spend time clicking through the highlight reels on your thing, on your homepage, that's going to be a bonus to your Instagram account. It's going to let Instagram know, oh, people are really spending time on this person's page. I need to like push them out to more people. And I know that it can feel really frustrating when you have been putting out content and you feel like no one's seeing it or you feel like it's not getting noticed, no one's interacting with what you're putting out there, but just know that this is a long game. It's not something that's going to happen in one day. It's not going to happen in a week. It may not happen in a month, but you have to be consistent. Just keep putting out content 
that you think your audience wants to see. Try new things, get creative. Look at what other people are doing as examples. If you see somebody doing something that is fun and different, adapt it and use it in your own stories. Try it out, experiment, see what people are interested in engaging with. Create your own swipe file of ideas for Instagram stories so that when you know you need to post something, you have a file you can kind of go back to and go, oh yeah, that was a really creative idea. I want to try that. And then just experiment, have fun with it. And I would say my last little tip, my bonus tip for you is to post multiple times a day if possible, because here's the trick. When you log into Instagram, the person that are the people that have added to their stories the most recently are going to show up at the beginning of your story's little feed, those little circles at the top of your Instagram feed. And so if you post one time at 10 o'clock in the morning, by noon, your stories are way back at the back of the line. So if you want to consistently be at the front of the line, then you need to be adding things to your stories throughout the day. So one way you can do this is if you have a couple of ideas of things you want to post to your stories, don't post them all at once. Post one, wait a couple hours, post another one, wait a couple hours, post another one. An example of this is I recently did uh, Instagram story series where I shared like the top five most downloaded episodes on my podcast. And I had a screenshot of each one and I had, you know, links or tags to who the guest was if it was a guest episode and they were animated. And I posted the first one at like 930 in the morning and I could have done all five right then. But instead I posted the first one at 930 and then around lunchtime I posted the second one and then around two o'clock I posted the third one and then around 430 I posted another one and then about seven o'clock or six o'clock I posted the last one. So throughout the entire day my stories were getting bumped up to the front of the line because I was adding to them consistently. And I know that can feel overwhelming. If you're not used to doing stories that can definitely feel overwhelming. But just know that even the smallest thing can make a difference. You know, taking a photo of you walking your dog that day and just saying like afternoon walk, the weather's beautiful outside today, or, you know, sharing a post from somebody else. If you don't want to post your own original content, share other people's content to your stories to help boost that to the front of the line again. There's so many different ways you can do that. Again, I think one of the biggest ways you can learn and get in the habit of doing something is to start paying attention to what other people are doing and how they're doing it. So pay attention to which stories you're following, why you look forward to their stories, what it is about them, what are they posting, are they getting engagement, all of those things. And just start to mentally reshift your focus to Instagram stories and Facebook stories and how you can use them to drive engagement and build that connection to your audience. How can you use this method of social media to break down that wall that stands between your brand as a professional brand and who you are as the human behind the brand to your audience. All right, so those are my four tips plus my few little bonus tips thrown in there for using Instagram stories to boost engagement and to connect with your audience. I hope that you found them really helpful. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at girlmeansbusiness for our fun Instagram stories challenge that starts next Monday, October 12th. So if you're listening to this in real time, it comes starts on Monday, October 12th. I'll be posting a different Instagram stories tip to my feed each day 
for you to try out on your own, post in your stories and tag me in. One person each day will win access to my Inbox Insider program. And at the end of the week, I will choose someone to be the full, the big winner who will win a year's access to Business Builders membership program. I'm super excited. I cannot wait to see you over there in the challenge and what all you get to do within your stories. As usual, if you have questions or you want to extend this conversation further, head over to the Girl Means Business Facebook group. Make sure you join and we can chat more in there about Instagram stories or anything else you want to talk about. All right, ladies, have a wonderful week and I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place.